call is now being recorded. Hello and welcome to the second Red Mist podcast with myself and Greg. Um, one thing we forgot to do last time is uh, just chat a little bit about where we're from originally, so thought I could jump into that. Um, I was born in Woking, sorry, in the UK, um, uh, to Scouse parents. My mum and dad are both from Liverpool. Um, my dad's from Wavertree, my mum from Naughty Ash. Um, hence my Liverpool supporting um, ways. Um, so yeah, for as long as I can remember, I've been a Liverpool fan. Um, and uh, I feel like, um, so I went to University of Liverpool, um, so started going to games much more then, because I could actually get there much easier. Um, so I've been to a lot of games, not, you know, hundreds, but plenty, to not actually remember how many anymore. I had some amazing experiences there, and some awful ones. And, um, um, yeah, I wouldn't choose any other team, love it. Uh, and since being away for about two years before coming here to the US, um, kind of like absence makes the heart grow fonder. So I've, I've gone from probably average fan to, um, the, you know, Obsessed, 100%. I co-founded the uh, official um, Liverpool Supporters Club in Chicago with Kevin and John. And then uh, since since leaving Chicago, I moved to Madison and um, founded with uh, some others um, the Madison Supporters Club. Uh, We are not official yet, but hopefully good news coming soon. Great. Tell me um, my story. Well, fortunately, uh, you know, I, I, I do take a, a lot of pride. I was actually born in Liverpool, uh, in Fazakley, uh, Liverpool North. Um, uh, a strange, you know, family situation. My my mother was very young when I was born. Um, I was adopted into the same family by a, an uncle and auntie. A great, my, technically my great uncle and auntie. And fortunately, maybe my dad was a Liverpool fan. They were all... You know, the whole family at that time were from or around, you know, Liverpool, Birkenhead, that way. Um, my, my dad was a Liverpool fan. His his dad was an Everton fan, so that always added uh, spice. And I, and I think, obviously, that's the reason why I was raised a Liverpool fan, was to aggravate, you know, my grandfather even more. But uh, back in those days, my granddad knew somebody was a chairman at, uh, at Liverpool. And I remember when I was five and six as a, as a young kid, being able to go to Anfield. You know, because we'd, we'd, we'd make a phone call on the morning of the game and there'd always mysteriously be a couple of tickets available. So I, I remember very, very vague memories of going to Anfield as a kid when you could actually stand on the sidelines. Um, you know, talking probably 76, 77 seasons was my earliest memories, but I do know I went to a few games before then. I was a, you know, season ticket holder in the 80s. Um, used to save me my dinner money and my pocket money to go and watch Liverpool wherever I could back in those days. Fortunately, it wasn't uh, all ticket to go to away games. So if you could work out how to get to a place by the old bus, national buses back then, um, you, you could walk up on the day and get into a game for three, four, five pounds. Five pounds was expensive back then. So yeah, um, literally being part of my life 
um, all my life. Uh, I was fortunate, I consider myself very fortunate to have been able to see those Liverpool teams of the the late 70s and all the 80s and uh, early 90s obviously as a as again like we've said a, a glass half half, uh, half empty Liverpool fan I'm starting to see what I was scared was the end of what I'd grown to expect that obviously as we know has somewhat been confirmed since you know United's dominance I came to America in 94 and I used to joke with my mates and they'd say when are you coming back and I'd say when United are crap and here I am, 2018, still in, still in, still in America. <laughs> um, however, I'm at the stage now where, whilst we know you can't get season tickets, and you know, you know that's probably the biggest mistake looking back I ever made was surrendering my season ticket. Um, that was in the days of the standing cop. But um, you know, could I, I? You know, I've said recently, I'm at the stage now where if I could buy one for not this season but next season. Um, just for one season, I'd almost be tempted to go home and be part of it all over again. That's what it means that you know to me to be part yeah. of you know the Liverpool scene, the fans. That you know, I was only born there. Um, you know, raised by you know English you know Scouse parents to a certain extent. Um, a lot of my family, probably the majority of the family, are still in and around Liverpool and the suburbs, certainly in Lancashire. Um, and I still say that, that you know that's that's the closest thing I, I consider home. I've, I've moved around all my life, and yet uh, I'd be very tempted if if I could get a season ticket the next season when I'll be fifty. As sad as that sounds, amazing as it sounds, that I'd be tempted to go home for a year and experience it all over again. Um, because I think I think good things are coming. Good things are coming. Yeah. So that's basically yeah, I just, why I, my love affair continues. Yeah, I um, it just occurred to me that you might have been going to the games at the same time as my dad. He, he was born in 1950, and um, yeah, you know, we're in the same kind of era. And he was the youngest of four sons, and all his older brothers are toffees, and he liked the uh, the underdog at the time. And um, yeah, best decision he's ever made. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, like say, I, was, I was just, like you say, tremendously lucky. lucky. I mean, the, the majority of the family are Liverpool fans. I've got cousins and a few, you know, strange members of the family that do support Everton. Um, but like I say, not only do I consider myself fortunate to be a Liverpool fan, I, I am, you know, very fortunate. So, like I've seen, I, I believe I've seen Liverpool when they were the best at their best and possibly those teams will never be replicated I hope this season the next few seasons will get close but uh, you know I I watch teams that I think still to this day hold records you know the most or the least goals conceded within the league and things like that I remember that those sort of teams Mm. so uh, you know very lucky I'm very very lucky to to have seen them and I think we both uh, we both literally walk now with the the Liverpool emblems, you know, tattooed firmly in our skin. So that's, you know, that's what they mean yeah, to us, yeah. to, to both of us. <laughs> as uh, as crazy as it is, and as crazy as we both are, I mean, we are certainly <laughs> pr- proud of, uh, you know, giving the old heave ho to any uh, <laughs> non-believers, as it were. Yeah, right. Uh, I love them. Um, they're very sad and very happy. It's uh, It's a tough one. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm too invested in it, but it's so much fun. I love it. 
All right. So, um, West End then. Um, a lot of expectation, like you said, uh, going into this season uh, with the um, the fun we had last season, but the positive performances, some of those incredible games, you know, beating City uh, 4-3 and then 3-0-2 within the Champions League and then within 100 points. Um, you know, we were, you know, the second best team in a sense. Uh, we didn't finish second in the league, obviously, we finished fourth. Uh, and like you said on the other pod, it was a bit disappointing. Uh, we almost pipped Tottenham in the last game of the season. Mr. Leicester had been able to hold on to a draw. Um, it was after the United game, really, I think we uh, gave up second. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, so with our signings, we've had the summer of signings, Sardinia, Kaya finally coming in. Um, disappointing about Fakir, but you're not going to spend that much money if you don't think his, uh, his knee is going to stand up to it. No, that, to be honest, um, I'd, I'd never heard of him before either, to be quite frank. So I, I, I'm not overly disappointed because two things. Yeah, a, I'd, nev- I a, I'd never play. heard of him. And That's why he sounded good. Yeah, well, again, you know, the fact that he's, what, from French football as well. We've we've had a lot of failed uh, French superstars, thanks to Mr. Gerard Houllier. So I'm, I'm not overly... I, I, I don't, it doesn't bother me that we didn't get Fakir, put it that way. Yeah, uh, really, yeah. I'm it might still happen in January, who knows? Um, and then, who else came in? Obviously the big one. Alison Becker. That was huge. Fixing, knock on wood, the goalkeeper situation. I certainly didn't want to have to be defending Karras for a season. But I wanted him to, you know, get better, um, improve, I mean, and have a good career. I uh, was not looking forward to his first League or cup mistake, you know, after that Tranmere one. Um, so I think it's good for the confidence of everyone around him that we've got a top, top keeper and we spent a fair penny on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, absolutely. And there's no, there's no doubt that, uh, again, I'm, I'm, some, I'm, I'm somewhat shocked. Um, I remember watching when we beat we beat Roma in the Champions League, thinking we want we want to spend how much on this guy, you know, and, and, and thinking you can keep him, you know. I mean, not that he did anything particularly wrong those days; we were just fantastic. But yeah, um, I know what you mean. Though he still conceded a lot of goals, yeah. Yeah, and he, you know, and again, he's another one of these players like Fakir. I've never really heard much about him. I certainly haven't seen him play, so it's hard for me to get overly excited. And yet, when he's stepped in. Um, and you do get caught up in, the, in a little bit of the hype. So, you, you know, now all of a sudden it's official, and you're like, well, okay, you know, everyone's buzzing about this. Let me have a look. And, and just seeing him in his first performance, I'm not wrong when I say you can see it. You can see he's a different level. Even, even though he didn't do anything against United, uh, sorry, West Ham United, he was... The real United, yeah. Well, he, he commanded it, didn't he? You know what I mean? I, I think we yeah. all felt... We all felt... Confidence. Yeah, exactly. We all Harris didn't have any. His distribution was amazing. His, his mm-hmm. feet distribution was amazing on the day, and obviously, it's just a massive asset at the end of the day. It's definitely a piece of the puzzle that is going to help Liverpool possibly get an additional 15 points this season. You know, that's, you know, I think, I just don't think he'll, 
he doesn't drop any major clangers. Um, and I don't I like know, to blame yeah. goalkeepers. I, I don't. I never like to blame goalkeepers particularly because I've always thought you've got to get past the other ten players before you get to the goalkeeper. Right, they're the last I, line of defence. Yeah. Yeah, I never really wanted to be a goalkeeper, and they're on a high into nothing. Um, but obviously, a good one, as we know, can can help you considerably. So we've got a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like um, it's like when you when we play United, it just that it's like an extra barrier. You're like okay, well, yeah, we're beating everyone else, and and De Gea's saved exactly. another. It's like oh god, are we going to score today? Anyway, yeah, how can I forget? Go ahead. I was just going to forget Shakiri. He scored an overhead kick in front of us uh, in Ann Arbor. Um, he was the other signing, and um, like a lot of people have been saying, it made sense for that price. Um, I yeah, think he's Marvin. like, yeah, and um, that's crazy to think of 30 million quid as a bargain, but in in these days that is. Um, yeah, two, two, two things, he was cheap and B, he wanted to come, didn't he? So, I mean, anybody who wants to come, you know, even if the price was, was double or three times that, if you want to come and play for the team, then to me, that's, that's you know, that that's worth a, a, a small fortune in itself. Like yeah. like Emery like Emery Carr, you know the opposite way round. If you're not truly want to be there, then then you're no big loss to me. You know you know. So the fact that Shakiri was a bargain and he wanted to come, it's a no brainer, absolute no brainer. Okay, so the game itself, West Ham, you know, coming to Anfield. Um, what do you think? Well, again, you know, trying to be positive this season, having. Even as a, as we've said, I'll keep going on until people get used to the fact that I'm the miserable one, um, the glass half, uh, half, half empty sort of guy. I still, I still expected Liverpool to win this game. Th- this season, I'm like, I, I want to see, I wanted to see five mil. You know, I didn't want to see any stumbles. I didn't want to see any oh shits. I didn't want to see any one ones. I didn't want to see any of the repeat bad habits and the the. the the nothing change, you know, scenarios, and and we didn't. We we saw we saw a, a, a Liverpool team that that I'd hoped to see. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, United looking at that, they weren't allowed to play. They may turn out to be one of the teams in the bottom third of the league, but I don't I don't see many teams that could have gone to Anfield the way Liverpool were last week and had any sort of chance because. Liverpool, I mean, the whole, I don't know if you picked up on it, but the whole game, initially, the, the stadium was alive. The stadium was buzzing. The fans were just brilliant last week in that stadium. And it, it, it started, and I, I think overall, I thought they were, I mean, I thought they were pretty damn good. Although I think we can get better, as scary, as scary as that may seem for some teams. Liverpool can get we can get better. Some players weren't. Some players weren't brilliant last weekend. No, I was just going to say, like, um, I thought Trent Alexander Arnold started um, kind of cold. I was actually oh, surprised he, Trent, he was put in because he was, you know, played the World Cup. Obviously, didn't play that many games, but no. But being miserable, Trent. Trent was our. I mean, theoretically, Trent was our worst player last week. He was rocky. His crosses were awful. Let's yeah. be honest, his crosses were, some of his crosses were going out for throw-ins. Yeah. I mean, Trent, as, uh, you know, Trent was our worst player. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, and I don't want to be, like I said, I'm not saying that in a nasty way, but... No, he no, was, I know, yeah. He was, he was rocky last he was rocking. I mean, he had a fantastic free kick, which would have made a wonderful goal. Great yeah, save from yeah. whoever it was in their goal last week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Great save. One for the cameras. Everything was perfect. But other than that, I mean, you compare the quality of his crosses to the comp- quality of Robertson's crosses, and there is obviously no comparison. No. If, 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 if Trent would have crossed almost as, or half as efficiently as Robertson, We'd have won eight and nine nil last week. Yeah, yeah. But but that being said, he still had a good enough game. He 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 was, you know, there, there was very few moments where you thought, oh shit, they're in here. And we did have a couple, but you know, the good thing is Arnold was our worst player on the day theoretically, and we and he was still six out of ten. He wasn't like a three out of the ten, you know, nightmare. No, he wasn't. He, he was still, issues, yeah. He, he, yeah, he was still trying his ass off. He just didn't have a great game by his own standards. Yeah, he just looked like he was off. Um, yeah, that crossing wise, he just. I mean, maybe he was, he was, maybe he was just over sort of excited. First you know, game. He's still young, you know. I mean, second game for the PC, like a lot of people have played a lot more. Yeah, and he is young. We yeah. do judge him quite highly. And he had an incredible turnaround last season too. I mean, he was getting a lot of criticism. Um, and then, it, like, the last two months of the season, he was just, every single test that was thrown at him, he was... Yeah, he's o- o- overall, he's fantastic. He's a, he's a right back for the next ten years, hopefully. Yeah, I wonder if I'm moving forward, but anyway, um, that's something we can discuss another time. So, Nabby, new signing, I thought he was incredible throughout the whole game. Um, well... Certainly, the first half an hour, you were you were just waiting for him to do on some Maradona esque run and, and you know round four players and put one in the. In he, the had, he had a nearly one, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did. He nearly went through it. Yeah. I think I think as the game went on, he settled. It's almost like he settled down to the because he was to me he was he was head and shoulders above everybody else in the first half an hour, yeah. and then it's almost like he settled into the normality of the game. And oh, oh, he, he said, "All right, this yeah. is easier. Let me take it easier." Yeah, and at the end, in fairness to the guy, they changed his, yeah, change his position slightly in the, what, last 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, they put him in a different position, so, you know, but yeah, I mean, there's no doubt, you know, he's one to watch, I mean, you're gonna, you, there's going to be highlight reels this season, not just on BBC, not just on Match of the Day, there's going to be highlight reels of Navi Keita make it to ESPN in America, he's going to do yeah. something that, that amazing. That's my feeling on the guy. He looked tremendous. And, you know, he, he he just looks like everything you need. He looks a little bit nasty. He's obviously got all the skill. Um, mm. He just looks the complete player. Um, yeah, and again, he wants to come, doesn't he? He's one of them players, like I said before. He wants to be in. He wants to play with uh, Mane and Pace Pop, yeah. So the other ones in the midfield, then Genie and Milner, who obviously started the uh, Champions League final, I felt took that form from that last game. I think ahead of the uh, last season, you wouldn't think that these two would be starting this first game of the season, but they put in an incredible performance too. Absolutely. I mean, Milner was, Milner's just, just, just obviously, you know, again, not, he's never going to be, uh, I, I don't know what you'd have to, he's never going to be a, a, a superstar, as it were, but what, what a yeah. player. I mean, what, what an asset. That's all you can yeah. say. I feel like he's getting better for us. He's getting better for us, even though he's getting older. 
Well, yeah, he's certainly not going backwards. He doesn't make mistakes, does he? I mean, he, but he, absolutely. Milner's a tremendous asset, no doubt about it. Great, great. I mean, you, you say great squad player, but playing like that, you're not going to be able to get him out of the team, never mind squad player. The only yeah, reason you're going yeah. to get him out of the team is when we play in the Caribou Cup or something like that. Even yeah. though, and obviously, we know there's going to be rotation, but no, he was, Milner was fantastic. Yeah. Well, now he's got like a man of the match, I believe. Quite a few, a few places gave him a yeah. man of the match. Uh, who was that, sorry? Well, Aldum, it looked like he was enjoying himself. Yeah, yeah. I thought and he was pre- fantastic in the Champions League final, too. I was quite surprised that it was good. Yeah. My better back four. I thought performed very well. Um, I was a little worried because obviously you look at that and you think he's kind of off the choice, but. Um, no, he slid in, he slid in there. He slid in there, not honestly, didn't he? You know, you never, you didn't hear his yeah. name mentioned an awful lot all game. And yeah. again, West Ham were poor. Um, I think he had he, he had one moment, didn't he, where, where he let an out of it in. Yeah, well, was that when the referee tackled? You know, yeah, that's right. But, but but again, if you actually look back at that um, move, Gomez obviously was somewhat turned you know, turned off because of the, the tackle by the referee. And Liverpool yeah, were advancing. Was a bit sleepy, wasn't he? Yeah. And if and if you actually watch that, we go back to our our young buddy Trent Alexander Arnold was actually five or ten yards behind the play and Trent was actually the one playing everybody off. But it was obviously a surprise that the referee, you know, got involved. But other than that, no complaints. Joe got Joe Gomez Joe he just he, he, you know, again, tremendous. The fact that you, you, sometimes when you don't hear a player's name, it's not a bad thing either because he he didn't yeah, make any mistakes. He just he just he just cruised alongside Virgil Van Dijk all game, had everything under control pretty much. And um, you know, for for a moment, there were times when I thought I was worried West Ham might score, but as the game went on, I, I didn't expect them to score, and I said, obviously, as it turned out, it, it, it wasn't even a contest, was it? I mean, Liverpool were just uh, so dominant. They, they had a they they um that each Anelovic snapped at that one where the referee got involved, but he yeah. had one a little bit before, was it, where he flashed it wide and he probably yeah, did he did. there that um yeah, again yeah, Gomez absolutely. covered well, but he was a bit behind him, um, and then there was that Valencia um, chance. Uh, Sorry, Antonio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's called yeah. Valencia because the Antonio, uh, which kind of hit him more so. Like, oh know, yeah, Sturridge yeah, yeah. in that situation, he scored, but yeah, you know, it just hit him and he, he couldn't get it on targets. But um, that brings me on to Alison Becker in goal. What do you think of him? Again, um, all, all. I mean, it, his 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 distribution. You know, I thought it was obviously tremendous. I mean, he was knocking, he was clipping some balls 40 yards that were tremendous. Um, I think he had one or two that he fluffed, that's it. If it, if it was even two. And, you know, we didn't have a save for the 90th minute, realistically. But well, there was that save early on from a header, um, quite close. It wasn't a great connection. He, he didn't take it first. Yeah, I vaguely remember it, but he, he kind of he yeah. took a he took a, a second chance to like grab it. He palmed um, it down, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that didn't look great, but obviously, uh, 
let him off because Jesus Christ, he saved it. And in, yeah, he didn't go in exactly. The ball. Yeah. Um, but no, Becca, Becca, it's almost, it's almost hard. You can't judge him on that game, certainly, but... Um, no. He kept a clean sheet. Um, yeah, exactly. And he, and he, looked, he looked decent distributing the ball. Um, I'm sure there was a major sense of confidence nothing against Carrius but I'm sure there's a major sense of confidence in the on the field in the stadium you know you're not waiting to to hear the moans and groans because Carrius or Mignolet's just you know dropped one again you know it changes the yeah. entire atmosphere the the entire yeah. mindset of the game and then of course yeah. you've got you've got Virgil van Dijk who's just ridiculously uh, I mean Ooh. what he's brought to the team is you, 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 you can't put a price on it and then Andy Robertson's just just probably the best left back we've had in decades yeah in decades did you see that coming 8 million quid from home no relegated home no but again we've said before I've watched Liverpool a long time left back is a position we've, we, we, we've never been particularly brilliant at left back mm. I mean it's always been I don't want to say a weak link, but it's always been our, I don't know, bogey, you know, Achilles heel position. We've never had any fantastic, we've had decent left-backs, we've had okay left-backs, we've had left-backs who've turned out to be heroes, but we've never had, I, I think Andy Robertson, the way he's playing now, is quite possibly the best left-back we've had, you know, even in my lifetime, in 30 or 40 years. He's, he's tremendous. Wow. I think he's that good. Yeah. Well, it's incredible. Sorry. His 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 work ethic, his positioning defensively, and his um, the op- opportunity to create going forward. I mean, some of his crossing is it, just beautiful to watch. You know, you know what I mean? Like when you when you hit a ball and you're just like, oh, that felt good. You know, like yeah, stroking like, it, but like whipping it at the same time, and it's just going exactly where you want it. Especially from a left-footed player, because as we know, yeah. there's not many of them around. He, mm-hmm. You know, he's 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 just a he's a joy to watch because he's just a he's he's not a prima donna, he's not a superstar, you know. Yeah. And yet, if he was Brazilian or Italian or Spanish, he'd be worth a hundred million pounds. I mean, literally. Yeah. I mean, no, you're right. He, That's true. He's he's, uh, he's just. I love tremendous. his smile too. He, he looks like he's loving it. He's tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. What Robertson and Virgil van Dijk did for Liverpool last season is immense. And, you know, obviously yeah. with Becker, it, it just, we were, we were, let's be honest, as everyone knows, we were, we've been dodgy in defence for, for a few seasons, several seasons. And yet, I firmly think that uh, those days are knock on wood behind us. I'd, I'd take Andy Robertson and, and Virgil van Dijk all day long. And, and Trent, yeah. like you say, we, you know, let's see what Lovren brings if and when he comes back to full fitness. I, yeah. I, I don't worry now so much about, I mean, that's been our weakness. Defence has been our weakness for, for a few seasons. There's no there's no excuses anymore. No. So, real, real quick then, on to um, the front three. Um they're incredible. Well, it opens the scoring. Mane gets two. Um, Sturridge from the bench after, what, 20 seconds scoring? I think yeah, yeah. Firmino did not quite look up to it. No, but that's I, I, to be expected because he hasn't no, played much. What, so That's what I was saying to you before. I didn't think Salah had a great game. 
I didn't think Firmino was Firmino played very. I don't. I mean, they all worked their arse off. Every man on that field worked their butts off. But, uh, but again, again, being Mister, you know, I'm not giving too many players kudos for that because that's their job. If you were out there useless and lazy, you wouldn't be out there. So you've at least, if, you, if you're not having a great game, you've at least got to work hard. Try. Yeah. Yeah, and there's not a player out there who didn't work the socks off last weekend. Yeah, they're um, all tracking back. Those front three yeah. you see him popping up in defence. You're like, oh, hello, what are you doing? But, here? but like I said, that like I said, Salah I don't think was particularly brilliant. He was okay. Firmino I thought could get considerably better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and as much as I raved about him not so long ago, I think Keita can get better. Um, you know, Mane, Mane was. I mean, like I say, I. As far as the potential, yeah, it's, 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 it has no boundaries. But last week, again, I, I, I don't think that they were overly brilliant last week. They were very good and they worked their arse off and the result was fantastic. But what's, what's given me the confidence is, like I say, I honestly think that they can get so much better. You're going to have, you see, you're going to see Salah have those games where you're like, wow, he's out of this world. You're going to see Firmino have those games where, he does score the two or three goals. And I wouldn't say three because he doesn't score many hat-tricks, let's be honest. But he might have his, you know, his one and two goal games on a regular basis. Firmino was off. You know, I, I think he was off. He should have scored, let's be honest, a minute before Salah actually opened the scoring. He had, a, I mean, really, that was a horrible miss. The ball came across. And I think he went for it with his, his right foot yeah, when he went, every man and his dog yeah. would have put it... Every man and his dog would have swung the left foot at it. That was, I mean, that was, that was a bad miss. Yeah. But did it matter? Yeah, but within a minute we were up one nil anyway, so if Firmino yeah, scores there if Firmino scores there then Salah doesn't, so Yeah. I was very pleased to get the second goal though. I thought we, it, was, it could have been one of those days just because going forward we were like at times that you know, the the overhit crosses for trying the misses in front of goal, um and then with Salah scored, I was just like, oh, okay, good, brilliant. That's what yeah, doing and then Mane scoring right before half time, like, this is the yeah, first game of the season. Again, Brid, you just said it there before. Without being cocky. You were, you were desperate for the second goal. But that's because of the symptoms of what we were talking about, in the, you know, of the Liverpool of old. You just waited yes. for them to give the other team. Well, yeah, even last season, like that, that Everton game, where we were winning yes. up. And I just yep. thought. We were so much better than them, but the longer it goes on, you just think, oh, well, give them a chance and they'll score it. All right, so let's talk about... At 3-0, I finally thought, OK, game over. How many is it going to be? Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Palace. Crystal Palace, South London. We're going down to Crystals. Um, it reminds me of losses, but more recently, we've done fine against them. Um, it's also the sort of ex uh, girlfriend um, ground where you've got the, Hodgson and Teke yeah, yeah uh, Sacco um, anymore is Martin is Martin still there? oh yeah he is yeah I don't think he'll be playing though but yeah he is um, actually as far as I'm aware yeah I didn't hear about him but yeah so it's also got um, dangerous players like Zaha um, pace on the counter attack, uh, which is mad to say from a um, Hudson team, 
but they do actually play differently than what he normally does, even though it's still 4-4-2. Um, they do, rather, rather than just sitting in and hoping for a, a set piece, you know, they do try and break on you because they've got pace. Um, was it Townsend as well? Um, so, yeah, what do you think? Um, obviously, we're away. It's a Monday night game under the lights. Um, no, I've got to win. End of story. End of story. Got to win. These are the games right. that you've got to win. Got to win. If you're going yeah. to win the Premier League, if you're going to win the Premier League, you've got to win these games. The draw's not good enough. Um, yep. I don't want to see us in a position where we're down 2-0 early because we've shit the bed uh, and we've, we've, we're happy with the draw at the end of 90 minutes. No, I don't want to see that. We've got to go there. I'd love to go there and obviously see a clean sheet. I'd love to go. I mean, a 3-1, I mean, I'd be happy with any win, let's be honest. A yeah, anyway, yeah, 1-0, yeah. So yeah, a convincing yeah. win. A convincing win is what this point, three points is everything. And that's a lot of pressure. Because yeah. I think, like, five years ago, you're 1-0, one, one 0-0, nil, nil, is all right away at Paris. I mean, five years ago, I don't think they were. Well, I don't, I, I, you, know, I, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't think it's all right. I think it's 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 it. It wouldn't have been unexpected, let's say. But I, it wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been all right with it. You know, I think Palace. No, no, I, I, me neither. I, but like, it, it wouldn't have cost you the title. But I feel like any drop points now, and we, it's almost like we're already saying like we can't win the league now, which is crazy. No, but five years ago, I, I you know, I don't know. It's, it's like you say, it, it's different. Definitely different times. Um, it is, yeah. We've we've got to go and win. Whether 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 City have got De Bruyne or not, they've got the next five or six games of cannon fodder for them. They could quite happily have twenty one points out of twenty one after seven games. Looking at their, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's quite soft. And if we go to if we go to to Palace and, and drop points, then we're we're, we're again we're our own worst enemy. Um, is, mm-hmm. is the season is the season over after two games if we don't get a result? No, it's not. Of course, it's not. But I feel it, 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 it's a must win. There's, there's certain games. You know when you look at the fixture list, isn't there? You know, because just on pen and paper, and you look at them and go, okay, West Ham home win, Palace, Palace away. You used to say, ooh, maybe a draw. Just, just thinking on the bad side. Now it's one of them. You've got to put win. You know, win, you know, you've got to, you've got to be confident and say. Palace away is a win. It, it has to be. And, and I honestly, I, I, I'll be surprised if we don't beat them. I don't care who, you know, we're just better than them. Overall, squad, and I think they're playing that way. And I think, I just, I just don't see that there's not somebody who's going to be in that red shirt or, or purple shirt, as it may be. Well, it might be that grey one this week with them playing in their colours. Um, there's got to be a player on that team on Monday evening that's going to make a good enough difference to make us better than them. I firmly believe it. Yeah, I, firm, I firmly believe it. And I know that's not like you know. I know you're quite shocked because I'm usually the the glass half half empty guy. But you know, I'm, like I say, this year I'm 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 expecting big things. I'm expecting good things to happen. Okay, let's talk about that. Then, what's your aim? Um, I think it's a an obvious point to make that we we will finish top four Champions League spot oh that's not good enough if we no, I, finish, I know that, that's the bare minimum right yeah, no, so it, what are you hoping after that no I'm I, I'll be if we don't finish in the top two yeah I'll want to know I'll be disappointed 
I want to know what happened. And, and yeah. you know, um, like I said before, I, I, I kind of fancy us for the, to go close in the Champions League. I'd love to see us win. I mean, this team, obviously, let's be honest, if, if we put our mind, if, if, if Jürgen decided, you know what, guys, I'm not going to dick around this year. I'm going to win the Caribou Cup. This team could win the Caribou Cup just because we know the other teams don't take it totally seriously. We've got to win a trophy this year and finish in the top two of the league. Now, if we win the league with nothing else, then we're obviously, yes, we'll, we'll take that all day long. But yeah, we, right. we, yeah. we've got to win a trophy combined with first or second. To me, that would be a very good season. Yeah, and an improvement. Season. And we've been improving every season currently under Klopp. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, it, it has been too long since we won a trophy. And like you said, I don't care if it's the League or FA Cup, but I, it's great to have that day. Um, in the sun, yeah. We need that day in the yeah. sun. It's, you know, I'm sick of seeing a Chelsea captain or a City captain or a United captain with, with the League Cup or Caribou Cup, whatever you want to call it now. I'm right. sick of seeing it. And it counts when they win them. Oh, they love it, don't they? Their fans are all happy. Yeah. Larry, well, let, let's have Liverpool fans at Wembley this year instead. Yeah. And um, also, the tally of trophies, United have, what, plus two on us now? Like, when you, if you count up all the trophies... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I want to get above them again. 100%. Yeah, I, I, I honestly thought about that, but... Um... Well, yeah, I just remember, like, it wasn't... It was the year that we lost um, against City in the Cup, um, the League Cup, and then the uh, Europa League. If we'd have won them, we would have equaled their record, right, yeah. or yeah, maybe gone know. above them. And then the next season, they won the uh, League Cup and the uh, Europa League, and I was like, fucking brilliant. <laughs> Unreal. What I'm saying, any, any trophy is good, just to make sure we keep chipping away at that record. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, what we don't want is to get to the Caribou Cup final and lose. And that's even what you know, obviously, I'd rather not get there, almost. You know? Yeah, I know. It's if we get there, I want to start winning there, these yeah, things, these big games. Yeah. yeah, I'm sick of losing finals. It's kind of... Kind of a... Uh, it's kind of pissing me off. And I know, I'm not saying there's anything in Every final we've got to, under clock, let's just keep it that. We're slightly ahead of schedule. We're ahead of schedule. Like we 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 play Man City in the League Cup. We lose to them because they're vastly superior at that point, without even being as good as they are now. We get to the Champions League. Uh, sorry, the Europa League final ahead of schedule, um, and, and we're up against Sevilla, who've won it the previous two years, and a, a Champions League team that dropped into it. Yeah. Um, those other two years too. So they, they've got more experience than us, um, and we go in favourites somehow. Because we're Liverpool, but we probably would have preferred the underdog title, and we were much better in the second half, first half, and awful in the second. Anyway, fast forward on. Um, the next season is disappointing in cups, and we we scrape forth, but that's the good thing to get in the Champions League. We're on track for that, and then the next season we're phenomenal, and then we get to the Champions League, maybe ahead of schedule again. You know what I mean? We just don't have the score for it, and we're down to bare bones when it comes down to the actual game. Yeah. We played some amazing stuff on the way there, but we can't quite get over the line because we just don't have the squad. Now, I think we've got the squad. 
Yeah, and I, and I think, like you say, every every year Klopp's got better. Um, or, the, or sorry, the the the, the statistics, or whatever you want to say, have got have looked better. Um, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. we know Klopp's tremendous. Um, you know what? We, and again, you you probably haven't thought about this. You know what? What I thought last last week, a piece of pure genius was by Klopp. There was no Henderson starting the game. Now. I know there's been a gazillion fans around saying Virgil van Dijk should be captain. The fact that he didn't give Virgil van Dijk the armband and he gave it to Milner, who, uh, who admittedly obviously has played captain before. The fact that he avoided any potential controversy by giving it to by not giving it to van, uh, Virgil van Dijk, I thought that was absolute genius. Um, as soon as as soon as Henderson came on, Milner gave him the armband. There's no doubt then. That you know Henderson's still the club captain. You know, had he have given it to to someone like Virgil Van Dijk, who let's be honest is a, is a natural leader, it could have started to stir up all sorts of questions and, and media controversy and etc. I just thought that was a piece of absolute genius from Klopp to avoid any potential issues. And to me, that's the sort of manager he is. He, he's he, he's going to come this year with I think some phenomenal moves at the right time. And I, I just like I say, I'm 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 as excited this year as I've probably more, I've got to be more excited this year than I have been since I've lived in America. Honest to God, as far as as far as thinking that we could win the league this year, yeah, we we yeah. really could, really could. All right, well then, on that note, let's leave it there. Yeah, yeah. let's have a let's have a chat after after these. Uh, Nice easy yeah. three points on a yeah. on a cold and crappy you know Monday evening in London, and not uh, be uh, not be not be sat here gobsmacked saying what the hell happened you know next week. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not. All right, that's been it from the Red Miss podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah, take care, lads. Enjoy.